The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. Bro, that'd be amazing. All right, we, we, we should start the episode. There is no intro in this section, I can tell you that right there, now. There, there is none. There is nothing. We have nothing. We never we never have witty intros. Also, like, also, the quality, the quality, I feel like Arc 5, the quality of intros is just gonna, that was, that wasn't awful, that wasn't awful. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Not a Scratch, the only podcast that believes that Scratch is an overpowered move. I am your host, your PM, your DM, your GM, Andrew himself, and with me here, working with a blue notebook. Uh, it's me, Muhammad, because, you know, when when one's DM uses the red notebook to plot how they're going to absolutely crush your soul, you must come at it with the opposite and use a blue notebook to plot how you are going to crush their soul in return. Yes, the opposing forces, red and blue. Of course, as, as is well documented. Right, I think. The, the only examples that pop into my head are situations where red and green are the opposite, and so now I am very confused. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like in every, you know, console or video game where you use color to indicate player one and player two, it's red and blue. Mm, that's right? a good point. Um the original, the Gen 1 games are red and blue. But they were originally red and green. Well, they're red and green in Japan, but red and blue, rest of the world. Right. And then the but remakes, we... the, red make, the remakes sure are red and green, but like, you know, for the context of our culture, it was red and blue. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Not a Scratch. As mentioned previously, uh, Mansoor, unfortunately, not with us today. Good news, his flight went out. Bad news, his flight is now in the middle of the sky. I can tell you right now, he's in the southern hemisphere. That's about it. Hmm. Do we know where he's headed? Uh, Not in South America, because that's where he left, if I'm not mistaken. Well, he left Argentina. He might be headed somewhere else in South America, considering South America is in, or for the most part, in the Southern Hemisphere. True. Uh, no confirmed details on this. And uh, as you may well know, phone calls on a plane generally not exactly uh, advised. Whack. Is it, it, the FAA has no jurisdiction there. I don't need to put my phone in airplane mode. Neither does he. Uh, good point, but we can't contact him about that because his phone is on airplane mode. So, oh, of course, uh, unfortunately, shoes that he we'll is. find out, uh, where the Mansoor is unfortunately unable to join us today. But what we do have is an episode. Probably we're going to see how oh. this goes. Uh, if you know, we, we, we chat for about 45 minutes and content consumes your expands from there. Uh, I could have you give the recap last time, but that was a long time ago. And I get the feeling I might have to do it because I just listened to the episode. <laughs> well, last time on Not a Scratch, um, we set out on our grand adventure. So we figured out where we're going and figured out what we're doing and figured out how we're going. So, uh, Kyle, Manaphy, and Zendoran the Wigglytuff are 
out on a grand adventure. Their kind of task at this point for the recruits is to get Manaphy to the beach and see what happens. Um, so they're well on their way. Uh, we are making our way over to uh, some city whose name I can't remember sure. that that hosts a guild whose name I can't remember. Um, and, <laughs> and, and we're making our way over there. We've just gone on a fishing boat down a river. Um, and oh yeah, Kyle is dreaming about the evil team's hideout again and is, uh, enjoying yeah, it. Yeah. It, it's something like that. It's a joy. Um, yeah. That was a very, that was a very vague remembering things as I could summary. Yep. Uh, let me think if I can add some details. So you're heading to Steelforge City in the Petrum State, uh, where the Battle Hammers Guild is located. Uh, while heading in this direction, the goal, of course, Manaphy Water equals maybe Kyogre, I think is the presumed expectation. Ocean Rival by name of the riddle, but assumed to be Kyogre. Correct. Um, and then, yeah, going along this way, you're with... Uh, what do I call him? K KP the Magikarp? KP the Magikarp. KP the Magikarp. Uh, We're on, on his boat, fishing boat going down a, the river. Heading to a, uh, a city that I have only just named and will be told to you all at the beginning of the episode. Also, Kyle had a dream. The bottle exists in this universe and the creature in there. Who knows what it is, but apparently uh, things are not great. Uh, uh, so we d we don't know what it is or we do know what it is? Well, it could be, you know, I'm going through theories here. There could be Hoopa. could be Giratina. Could be, uh, I, I saw on Twitter once the, the, the theory about it being Mew, which would have been very interesting. Or Mewtwo, oh sorry, that's, that's not as interesting. Uh, but Mewtwo, you know, there's there's some concept there. There, there are some thoughts. Um, I'm scrolling through Twitter right now trying to see if there was something. I, I bookmarked it, but I can't find it anymore. Uh, <laughs> it could be Giannis Antetokounmpo. There you go. That that would be terrifying. That <laughs> yeah, would be absolutely terrifying. <laughs> you have a bunch of average height, maybe three and a half foot Pokemon, and then you got seven foot Giannis coming down here trying to uh, basically turn into a Saw's book. As a fan of an Eastern Conference team, Giannis is my worst nightmare. Uh, as we're a fan not, of Giannis, it's, we're, I'm great. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not recording this after game one of the Eastern Conference semifinals or anything. This is either going to age terribly or age fantastically, depending on the result of the semifinals. I mean... It's 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 a series that I am apprehensive about, but also cautiously optimistic about, but also terrified, but also excited, but also ah, almost dead. Um, <laughs> and then uh, going afterwards, let's see, we're gonna head to head to the city, and then go from there. Continue traveling with Sindoran and Manaphy, so uh, living your lives. Any questions? Uh, quick, quick recap on Kyle's dream. Uh, Yo. Kyle wakes up is in the Mew room, but like the modern version of the Mew room. It's like, whoa. Um, but also sees the forest and is like, whoa. Um, and Kyle is going into the forest and then all of a sudden is not going into the forest and it's no longer a forest. And now he's at the base of the Evil Team Mountain, which he saw through Ralph's dream. Um, and then he goes up and he manages to kind of like, like, he, he manages to, like, the, the, they goes up to the door, and they ask for the password, and Kyle doesn't know the password. And so, uh, Kyle, instead, because it's a dream, just pokes his head through the door and watches what's happening. 
um, and the Zoroark shows up and talks to the thing in the bottle, and I don't remember exactly what was said there. And that's the detail that I would like filled here. <laughs> what was said? Ooh. Um... The basic exchange was just, the Zor oh, the Zoroark was like, ah, we've taken care of one of them, the other one's still around, uh, taking credit for Ralph being a hero, because of course, um, and I don't remember what the thing in the bottle kind of said in response, but the kind of vibe was just like, all right, let's go get the other one. Uh, sort of. The one thing that might be of importance for the future is that we may go back to old methods, a.k.a. Uh, oh, yes. Hypnotism, because that worked in the past, sort of. Yes, 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 yes. That's the remember. detail I was missing. I knew there was an important detail that I was missing. That's yeah, that was one. that part. Um, so good. Have fun with that. Hypnotism. <laughs> gonna be a thing maybe who knows uh wake not. up you just see a ring on zendoran's forehead and you're just like oh no hi uh i'm here today to uh take the bottle from you thank you very much what bottle exactly see and then just go spiraling down from there in massive confusion as people that are hypnotized tend to be um of course naturally. any other questions comments or concerns from the studio audience Kind of awkward question to ask when we don't have a studio audience, but hey, I, I, hey, I guess we tried. Just... <laughs> we tried. <laughs> the fun part is the way that I edit. That that's gonna be like half a second long, and then immediately like, eh, that's a weird question to ask. Yeah, I'm sure in post you could add a pause there. I could. I'd have to remember. I mean, you'd be you'd be we, listening. You'd be listening. You'd be. We stalled for enough so that I probably would remember to hear this part. So I think that's yeah. Good yeah. Um, all right. Any questions from our guest slash co-host slash kyle the main character if uh, anything you're this you're the person in charge i'm the one that's got this I'm, like path laid out and you kind of just pick which direction we go in but i say we go in the downward direction okay downwards into the water uh presumably i hope there's water there i don't know I what mean, else we dive into we're on a boat so i would presume there's water yeah one would assume all right this metaphor is going off long enough let us dive on in <laughs> Splash. Welcome. You wake up, Kyle, to the wonderful sounds of splashing in the river. Presumably, it's some other fish that are traveling to work. Because um, that's how they would travel, I would presume. They, they just swim. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you, you go down, uh, go down, I guess, uh, look around across the boat. Sure enough, you see some business fish traveling on by. Some business uh, fish. Some business fish. I now just have an image of my head of a basculine with a tie. There you go. There's a basculine with a tie. And, you know, famous businessman, a high caliber investor in the Alcast stock market. Um, but just casually going on their day-to-day -day routine. Uh, you see a Feebas getting ready to do whatever Feebas does. I was trying to make a, like a lone shark joke, but I can't think. A lone sharpedo. Uh, there it is. Yeah, there a lone sharpedo. Uh, they offer high interest uh, returns for themselves. Don't get into business with them, unless you have to. And if you do, good luck. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I mean, when you deal with them, you, you gotta have some uh, some rough skin. Uh, <laughs> I will see myself out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, but after a, a few moments later, we reach the new city, the city that. Uh, you were heading to with Sandoran and KP the Magikarp, uh, the city that I have named Hawkeye. Not for any superhero reason, it was just simply, this is a wind region, and the first thing I thought of were birds. So, Hawkeye is the city name. Okay. Again, it, it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been, like, Falcon Eye or something, like, 
Not like not like a direct. Okay, sure. Nope. We uh we we. Is it Hawkeye Town, Hawkeye Village, Hawkeye City? The 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 estate of Hawkeye, like, or is it just Hawkeye? Do people uh, just call it Hawkeye? It's it's just Hawkeye. It's just Hawkeye. Oh god. Hawkeye. Okay. Hawkeye spelled differently. If that means anything. Uh, Hawkeye spelled H O C K I Y E. I'm typing. I'm writing this down. So. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done adding extra letters at the end. <laughs> uh, yep, we're in Hawkeye, uh, which is pronounced Hawkeye, but actually spelled like a kite, maybe almost without the T. Uh, <laughs> actually, sorry, sorry, sorry. That that was a that was an alternate spelling that they use sometimes. <laughs> the actual spelling is H O C K uh, apostrophe A I E Y E I A E Y E I A. Apostrophe E. Apostrophe E. This map looks nuts. I'm just going to point that out. Also, I misplaced that first apostrophe. That first apostrophe is supposed to be after the O, not after the K. So, H-O apostrophe C-K-A-I-E-Y-E-I-A apostrophe E. Yes. Okay, great. It's, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. We got, we got a city I just wanted here. to hear you try. <laughs> uh, it's okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, KP's hometown. We're going with that because KP, of course, is uh, the guy that talks like this, you know. Sure. Welcome to Hawkeye. So, oh, sound famous for all sorts of things, you know. There's things under the bus and everything like that. You know, I, my, I grew up with so a story about a situation here. I heard it's fantastic the way the tower built. There's something like that, you know what I mean? Kyle just uh, is blankly staring and then just turns and looks up to Zendoran. Like, uh, like for like the third time in as many days, I'm just like, your adult help. <laughs> I don't uh, understand what's happening. And Doran's just like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, yes, of course. Um, the, the, uh, you roll for me. Uh, roll a d20 just to see if Sindoran understands. Um, uh, I no rolled just a 15. A 15? Sindoran got this. Sindoran's spoken with people in the past. He, he's got social skills. Sindoran um, <laughs> knows how language works. Ah, uh, yes, author. yes. Um, the, the tower, of course. Yes, very uh, well established. You said your, your, your what, uh, grandfather uh, was here when he was being built? Ah, uh, yes, 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 Amazing, ages ago, yeah, it's not a stone, it's got wood, it's got steel, it's got other sorts of things like that, all imported from Peshmer, there, so it's got a real great observation, very tall, it's got a real belief. I genuinely only, like, this is me talking to you, Honored. <laughs> Did you say more than five words? Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I understood what I was saying. Okay, okay, because I only picked out, like, five words. <laughs> uh... I can't wait. Um, so there's a project that's, if it hasn't been started yet, by this point it's going to be started eventually where I do like effectively captions for everything. This is going to be like unintelligible gibberish and just almost skip 15 seconds and move on to the next section. Un unintelligible gibberish or just in gibberish and then just like dot 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 with the words that can be made out. <laughs> it's like in, in italics, it's like dot dot dot, uh, petrum, dot dot dot, mountain, dot dot dot, tower, whatever. Dot dot dot, observation tower, dot yeah, dot basically. dot. <laughs> Grandfather, um, that's like, what? Uh, and Sindoran's like continuing, just like, uh huh, yes, oh, oh, fascinating. Um, so, yeah, Kyle, uh, seems like this tower was built uh, back ages ago. This would have been, you know, 
dozens and dozens of years ago, tower built even in that time with, you know, steel and rocks and all sorts of other things imported in from other uh, states like Petrum, for example. Uh, and apparently the observation uh, deck from the top is uh, got a view to die for. So, uh, you know, if you've got a spare minute to, we might as well take a look. Uh, Kyle at this, Kyle is like very blankly staring, very confused. Um, it's like a... and, and, and then just kind of shrugs and just <laughs> motions to the tower as they're getting off the boat, I assume. Yep, uh, you're getting off the boat. KP is about to do some sort of delivery that uh, will disappear into the abyss of other character interactions that don't matter for the main plot. Uh, kind of gives us like uh, gives you a nod of the head, goes back inside, grabs a couple of parcels, and flops on out outside of the boat into town. Uh, the tower itself is outside of the town. It's it's almost like, I guess like a like a marker that the town is here. Mm. If that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, like it stands it stands out a lot. Um, I almost wanted to say it would be like uh, some of the towers in the Johto region, except those are like in the town. Yeah, yeah. Those uh, are like, like those are the center of town. This is like on the edge of town. Got exactly. Be. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so the tower is there. Uh, if you would like to explore that or go into town, it is up to you as the main character so we we might we might as well check out the tower before we i i i forget from here from this town was there a a quicker way for us to get to steel forge city or are we like no, yeah it? you would uh you would like it from here um mm. the travel itself to get to this area was pretty quick but and now... then from, well but from here it's also like because this was like the quickest route or one of the quicker routes like it's not a lot of travel right Right, uh, okay. I can give you an exact value in a bit, but... Uh, but first tower. First tower. First, right, cool. first thing that you just introduced that is probably a trap, but I want to go check it out anyways. It might not be. It might be just a thing that I made up on the spot because I couldn't think of anything else to to throw out here as an interesting marker, but... <laughs> or, or tower. It, it could just be fun little tourist attraction. It could be fun little tourist trap. It could just be straight up hero trap. Only one way to find out. <laughs> And away you head to the tower. Um, let's see here. That's not what I wanted. Sorry, I'm trying to find a map for you. Um, a new map you shouldn't not, have. Sorry, not a map. Uh, an answer to your question regarding uh, the uh, the distance it would take to get there. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. But I am very bad at using this particular map platform. And I also didn't save, so we're going to have to figure out how that works later. Um, I have the sidebar on our on our like text thread of all like the images that have been sent. And one of these days, I'm going to go through this and just be incredibly confused. And just be like confused as to like what exactly everything is or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like trying to figure out what everything is. Like at one <laughs> point, I sent you a, a screenshot of a long text thread. I don't remember why. <laughs> Uh, but meanwhile, while, while I'm doing this and attempting to figure out how exactly this is going to work, um, let us, uh, let us, ooh, I, do I, just, I just figured it out. Um, yeah, let us do a thing, specifically heading to this tower. So you head to this tower, and it does look pretty big. Um, the best way to describe this, and I'm going to tell you this, do not think this is actually it, but if you've seen the Pokemon Stack Attacka, this is one yes. of the Ultra Beasts, it looks almost like that. Like a lot of like, but nice it's not suits. a stack attack. It's not a stack attack. It is way too big to be a stack attack. Um, but stack it, it attack kinda, is pretty big. This is like hundreds of feet in the air. 
Oh my, oh wow, this is a big tower. This is a huge tower, tower. yeah. Okay. Um, this, this, the village itself isn't particularly big or anything like that, but that tower absolutely is. Um, like this, this isn't your ordinary like clock tower in the middle of it. Like this is like a huge behemoth that this people is, just happened, a few people just happened to live around it. Yeah, basically. Um, cool. Yeah. So yeah, you you head over to the the entrance level there. There's a small line in front of it. Seems like this is the main touristy thing. It's a tourist occurs. trap. Basically, uh, this is the main touristy thing that occurs uh, at this area of uh, of Hawkeye. Um, and you head to the front, where sure enough, there is a Pokemon in the front running the running the counter. I guess um, the entrance hall, if you want to go with that. Um, I feel like in the town of Hawkeye, a Halucha would be the one running things. Gotcha. So we have a Halucha. Let's go with that Halucha. Uh, I can't think of any other really like hawk like Pokemon. There's Talonflame. I can't think of anyone else who's like a super like predatory bird. I guess Pidgeot. Cool. So we're going with Halucha. Yeah. Yeah. We can go with Halucha. What's What's a good name for Halucha? In my mind, Harry just came to mind. Great, we got Harry the Halucha. Harry the Halucha. Harry the Halucha from Hawkeye, who hounds happy... Oh, we're just I, doing I, the H thing? I can't think of a word that starts with H that's like a synonym for like visitor or tourists. Homely people? <laughs> Harry the Halucha from Hawkeye, who hounds happy Hawkeye visitors. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um... So you see Harry, uh, or you see Halucha at the front of the tower. Uh, it seems like he's he's getting like tickets prepared for the observation deck at the top and any other activities that occur in the tower itself. I, uh, I guess I guess we kind of just get in line and you know wait our turn to get to the front of the line. Yeah, it's uh, a lot. It's a line. I, I, we're not gonna chaotically like you know burst to the front of the line. We are civilized people. Uh, yeah, so you sure enough wait for the line, then a little bit later, uh, you know, minutes later, uh, you get to the front of the line, and Harry the Halucha, who introduces himself as Harry the Halucha, he's got a little name tag and everything, just goes, uh, hello, uh, interested in checking out the observation tower, are you? Uh, Kyle just nods. <laughs> great, great, would you like the standard pass or the deluxe pass? Standard pass will just get you straight to the top of the tower. A nice view. Deluxe pass has a little bit of a, a museum atmosphere. You get to meet some interesting people inside the tower itself. And of course, it's slightly more expensive, but in my opinion, well worth it. Uh, Kyle just like looks up to Zendora and it's just like, you know, uh, I, I, I think the standard pass is fine, right? We're, we're, we're not trying to stay here long. Oh, sure, sure, yeah, abs absolutely. The standard pass probably would be best. All right, that's great. Uh, standard pass would be 10 poke for each of you. Kyle fishes out the head poke right, as requested. Pops down a bill uh, and then gives you both um, a, uh, gives you both like a lime green wristband. That's Ooh, just, fun. It's like, take this, uh, show it to the front of the, when you get to the elevator uh, in the back, or if you're interested in taking the stairs, you can. I must say, though, it's a long walk. It really depends on your mood. Uh you can head over there, show the the wristband to them. They'll send you straight up. It's a great view. Enjoy yourself up there. Uh, it's definitely something that you want to really experience. Kyle just like nods and gives away as they as they walk by. And uh, you head on by. Uh, 
inside the tower itself, uh, there's a few standard like museum-esque things. They've got little plaques and sort of uh, examples of like the city in the olden days and the city in the not so olden days and the city today and progress through the ages of Hawkeye. Back in the day when Hawkeye, oh no, I lost the spelling of Hawkeye because I reset my map. Uh, H-O apostrophe C-K uh, A H-O apostrophe C-K I it's C K A I Y E I A Y E I apostrophe E. That's definitely not the exact same spelling. Okay. I mean, we that have it on recording, I so I can always watch the, the the first one I gave. The first, well, the second one technically I gave made so much more sense than this one. <laughs> uh, we we have it on f recording at least, so that's that's the yeah thing. yeah. Some uh, some someone please at me in the Discord with the correct spelling of hawkeye um but there is i'm, I'm gonna get so many pings in a few <laughs> weeks and i'm gonna be so confused <laughs> they're all gonna be wrong too i bet um no i i, I this this is this is a social i believe i believe that we could come to a consensus on the correct spelling of hawkeye there is one correct spelling of hawkeye i will know it when i listen back to this what the correct spelling <laughs> of hawkeye is um but yeah, so uh, the tower there, again, it's almost like a museum on the bottom floor. And presumably, if you were to go to the, each of the different levels, there would be uh, different things there. But since you are heading straight to the top of the observation tower, it is your choice if you want to take the stairs or the elevator. I mean, we have time, but we don't have that much time. Like, Fair point. <laughs> like, this thing's like a mile tall. Like It's it's pretty tall. Um, I'm gonna, Let me look here. Uh, okay, maybe not a mile in. tall, but like hundreds, hundreds of feet. You are, you know, kind of pushing closer to the quarter mile mark or like eighth of a mile or quarter mile mark which is you know um stairs that's a that's a long climb yeah let's see who is okay not you are you looking up stack attackers height and just multiplying it by 10 no but that's actually a better idea than whatever i was thinking um, nice all right stack attacker is 18 foot one so that's 5.5 meters okay so, so like two, two, 200 250 feet yeah, I feel let's, like... let's say 200 feet okay uh, so it's 200 feet Pretty tall, especially considering most of these skyscrapers Qu in this universe question. are probably like 80, question, 90 feet. Question, this is a yes. slight tangent, but I just want to know. Yes. Stack Attacker exists in Gen 8, right? Uh, theoretically. How tall is Dynamax Stack Attacker? Does it say? Uh, let's find out. Stack Attacker. Can you Dynamax it? You can Dynamax any Pokemon. Not everyone has a Gigantamax, but everyone has a Dynamax. Uh, Dynamax is, not... is just big. Does it, it exist in Gen 8? Does it exist in Gen 8? That's a good point. I feel like... Stack Attack is available in Sword and Shield version 1.3, so... Does yeah, it exist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it had to have been there in the Crown Tundra DLC, but... How tall is Stack Attack... Uh, no, you're looking for Dynamax. Or Dynamax, sorry. I, th I think the answer is just going to be question marks. Yeah, I'm not finding anything. Yeah, yeah. Mo most max forms don't have a listed size. That would be, yeah, that would just be extra information there. Um, oh, no, but even, like, Gigantamax forms are, like, it's so big, we don't know how big or heavy it is. <laughs> um, like, the Pokedex just can't compute. Basically, yeah. Uh, but at the very least, we've got our little, um, we've got our 200-foot-tall tower here. That's, like, 20 stories-ish, which is pretty big for... That's uh, no, no, but that's actually not awful to climb by stairs, but why would we? Fair point. Um... So, away you go on the elevator, sure enough. Walk into Whoosh. the elevator, show your band, zoom straight to the top, uh, and you get out. First off, first thing you notice, it is windy up here. You're 200 feet in the air. 
definitely windy. Mm, naturally. I'm assuming I don't go flying. And I'm assuming Manaphy doesn't go flying out of no, my Manaphy, bag. Manaphy's chilling in the bag. You are uh, good to go here. Um, so is it is it just wind? Is there anything I can see? Or is it just Is it just wind as far as the eye can feel? Uh, not that. Not just that. Uh, you look out, and sure enough, you can see basically... Let me make sure. Let me confirm this based on the map here, but I'm almost positive this is correct. Can we see Steelfort City from here? Uh, you can't see Steelfort City. We can um, see Gale Beach. Uh, you also cannot see Gale Beach. Gale Beach is too oh. far away. But if you're looking, okay. so uh, l by literally looking up the the question, how far can you see if you're 200 feet in the air? Apparently, the answer is like 18 miles. Sounds about right. So what you actually see, if you look in a particular direction, uh, if you look north, effectively, you can see the border between Ventus and Nature, the state that you're from. You can oh. see the you can see like the like the walls that are built a couple of stations every now and then. Um a little bit further ahead you can also see a city that's like on the other side of uh the Ventus, like at the borderline of Nature. It's called Lily Garden. Mmm, okay. Um, there's also uh and this is all like directly north? This is all uh so if you're looking okay, so if you're looking at the tower and look north if you're looking uh north east is Lily Garden. Which is in the general direction of Steelforge. Correct. Oh, that's a stop we can make along the way. Very true. Uh, if you look northwest, you can see another uh, another town called Quakeville. That's also across the border. Uh, that's northwest. Nearby, there are other couple a small... A shame the earthquakes don't play there. They don't. It's unfortunate, but... Maybe, maybe in the lore, that's where they started and they moved. Yeah, it's like a... The, like, Baltimore Colts to Indianapolis or something like that. Yeah, or, or I mean, there, there are team names that, like, the Los Angeles Lakers. It doesn't make sense for them to be the Lakers in Los Angeles. Right, it makes sense like for them to be the Lakers in Minneapolis, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Quakeville is to the northwest, Lily Garden to the northeast. Northeast, there are other couple smaller cities in the nearby area. Um, Lily Garden is, like, at the edge of your periphery. Like, you yeah. can start to see the town being formed, but you can't see the ending of it, which yeah. you can guess is like okay based on the math and this random fact that i'm gonna say sandoran tells you or one of the plaques up there tells you um or maybe like up there there's just like a map of just like the i feel like they would just have a map of the region like at the top of the tower as just like a reference of just like you are here and here is everything around that you can see yeah that's you a know? fair point um, it's a tourist trap man they took 10 poke from us At least they can do is put up a map yeah, there's a map and a couple of plaques and sort of information. Like, if you see over that way and you've got pretty decent eyes, you can see Lily Garden. Some say that if you've got fantastic eyes, you can see Sycamore Town straight north. Um, give me a... What's a good role for this? How good are your perception? eyes? Perception? Would it be perception? I guess well, it would be. I feel like perception is literally just can you see. Yeah, yeah, right? I guess that makes sense. Uh, give me a perception roll then to see if you can see this town. Survey says... Oh my lord, Kyle has great eyes. 17. Sure enough, your eyesight, much better than everybody else. Uh, you can see the beginning of Sycamore Town. So in your case, Lily Garden is fully formed. Cool. Uh, your fantastic eyes, I'm presuming that's a septile trait there. Uh, you can see Sycamore Town, which is a good 24, 23, 24 miles units away. Yo, Kyle's got that 15, 20 vision. Let's go. <laughs> Basically. He's going to um, need reading glasses. <laughs> um... I, I think I think Kyle, like as they're up there, kind of taking in the sights, is gonna point over towards Lily Garden and look up at Zendoran, who just like a questioning look. Uh, Zendoran pulls out like some glasses, like 
uh, not, they're like reading glasses, except they're bifocals, basically, and uh, puts them on. It's like, oh, oh yes, yes, yeah, so, Lily Garden. That would be a nice stop. I think that's in the same direction as Steel Ball just supposed to be. Kyle just nods and, you know, goes back to looking around this. Mm -hmm. The view out here is very nice. Like the sun is, it's, it's about like 10 a.m. in the morning. So the sun's starting to rise. It's now like warm in this area. Uh, but it's got like that good wind, if you know what I mean. Mm, that uh, that crisp, tasty wind. That tasty wind that you enjoy. The, the crisp, tasty, cool wind. Not not that warm wind that we were talking about one day. Exactly. But that yeah. Cool wind. Um. Yeah. And if you were to look around in other directions as well, if you look west, you can see another city. Um. If you look back south, you can actually see like the river that you originally came up here with KP. It's about south. I would, I would hope we could see the river considering the river. Oh yeah. It is, ends here, you know, but like here. you can see, you can see like where the river parts in two directions and the fact that you took the north path while there was a south path and you can mm. see it build back into a bigger part. Um, down south, there are a few other towns. Um, yeah. Fun. I think the big thing is just, it's relaxing up here. This is like being in a tree, except the tree is rock. So this, maybe not as quite. This but. is nice. This is the calm before the storm. I thank you for this break. And now <laughs> you're going to break my soul. I know it. And then the tower collapses. Oh, no. no. Ah! Uh, but yeah, sure enough, everything's here. You see a few other tourists as well. There's a few other Pokemon that are up here. Um, ooh, do I do it? I have a die ready. Roll a I... d20 for dumb luck. Depending on what you roll, I might introduce something. Well, I rolled a 16. I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> 16 is either incredibly good or incredibly bad for me right now, and I you don't know. What? Let's do it. Let's do it. You're going to love this eventually, maybe. Um, you sure about that, Chief? Uh, the end result you will enjoy. I will okay. tell you that now. Okay. Um, you see up here, a few, there's a few Pokemon that are interesting to you, yada, yada, yada. Um, one Pokemon that strikes your eye is a Drifblim. Hello, this is Anaru, the GM, PM, DM of Not A Scratch, and thank you for listening to this episode. As always, episodes come out weekly. Trust me, we're sticking to that this time. So be sure to follow us, subscribe, and do all those important things you ought to do when supporting a podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode and want to support us in any way, shape, or form that you can, the best way to do so is to share us with your friends. Really, really helpful at creating the show and community that we've been building so far. Share us with friends that are really uh, appreciative of basic, run-of-the-mill, no-conflict episodes. Because so far, that's kind of been what this episode has been. Also, leave us a review on your podcasting platform. Reviews help to bring new people into our community and also give us advice on what we can improve on in the future. You can follow us on Twitter at NotAScratchCast or email us at NotAScratchCast at gmail.com if you've got cool ideas to add to the podcast or want to reach out to us. We've got a Discord. We've got a website. You can check that out at www.NotAScratchCast.com. The website has access to all of our episodes, a merch page, and an art page with commission and fan art. If you send us your fan art, you might see it on the website. Website, merch, everything updates over time, so stay tuned, and they're all available in the description down below. We want to thank our music folks. We want to thank Glitch X City for the song Kirby Dreamland, the Lo-Fi Remix, and Tabletop Audio for the songs Open Ocean, High Rannick Village, and Antiquarian Study. 
We also want to shout out our patrons. Their support has been fantastic and has created the show and everything behind it. All of the different subsections and different ideas and potential plans all are based on the support of our Patreon members. So thank you so much. We at Not A Scratch, as you could probably guess, have a Patreon where you can get amazing extra benefits regarding the show and its future, including early access to episodes, behind the scenes looks at what goes into the games, newscasts from the Outcast region, and more all coming if they aren't there yet, they're coming soon. You'll also be recognized during the show right here. Thank you to our guild interns, Damon Liger, Ursa93, and Ginny, our guild master, Eli, our governor, Lord Toffee, and our wiggly goat, Pure Glaceon. For more information, check out the links in the episode description or contact us on Discord or Twitter. Now, if you're interested in having a promo on the show for your podcast, we'd love to help. All you have to do is send us an email or contact us on Twitter or Discord, and we'd be happy to discuss more. Today's promo comes from an old fan favorite, one of my favorite shows in the show that has a lot of episodes. So if you're a binge-watching podcast person, you're going to love this, The Reckless Rollers. Hello there. Welcome to the world of Pokemon. I'm Professor Hickory, and I'm here to tell you about... Wait, what's this creature doing here? Issa, Issa, come back. Oh, sorry, Professor. I gotta get Issa. Issa! Beep, beep, beep! Well, anyway, I'm researching some abnormal Pokemon that have uh, recently been found in the Johto region, and, uh... Oh, sorry. Oh, jeez, I forgot how small this door is for my pecs. Uh, Pickery, do you know what my shirt is? Jovi stole it. While I was at no, the I don't. Dang it, I'll just be- I'll just look around to you. Alright. Well, anyway, uh... Wanna be... Please put your shirt back on. Oh my, you left it at the beach again. I didn't do that. Jovi stole Please, it. Whatever, just put on the shirt, man. All right, chief. Okay, I remember, never put my shirt on where I'm at the beach. Jeez. Looks like these are the trainers you'll be following. I'm Patry. I'm Paxson. I'm Wannabe. <laughs> and I'm everyone else. We're the Reckless Rollers. Follow our heroes every Wednesday as they journey through Johto, 30 years after the events of HeartGold and SoulSilver. One Pokemon that strikes your eye is a Drifblim. How is it up here? Uh, Drifblim just floating up there, you know? Is it, I, I... is it tied down to something? I'm gonna say that Drifblim have the ability to tie themselves down. Uh, and Drifloon as well, and all these other, like, floaty Pokemon. Because otherwise, we're going to have a thousand floating Jigglypuffs one day, and I refuse to think of that. <laughs> so, yeah. so there's a Drifblim up here, uh, looking around, uh, just, you know, looking really nice. Uh, and you see, well, you, you hear, I guess, a gasp from Sindoran. Uh, uh, Kyle's just going to, like, look up at Sindoran questioningly. Uh, Sindoran looking at this Drifblim is like, no, it can't be. This is an old friend of mine, and goes over to uh, the Drifblim, who is still looking out into the abyss, uh, clearly recognizable by Sindoran. How mm. how this works, we'll, you know, we'll never tell, but uh, first off, we need a Drifblim name. Dr uh, uh, a Drifblim. Hmm. Hmm. What's the, what's the name, not of the person who did it, but of the balloon itself that went around the world in 80 days? Uh... Let's find out. Balloon that ran. Uh, let us see. Does it state here? The author was Jules Verne. Um, but I'm not 100% sure. I'll be right back. One second. Sorry about that. I'm back now. Um, I, 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 my, my heart has been broken. Why is that? So, 
Um, apparently, there is no hot air balloon in the story around the world in 80 days. We just think there's a balloon. I have not read the story, so I'm not 100% sure myself. I mean, I haven't read the story either. I just know about it. It's been referenced. Uh, but apparently, if that's the case, then uh, we need a an alternative then. <laughs> Any name that pops Oh, wait, but there is... No, wait, but there have been around the world balloon flights. All right, cool. We'll go with one of those. It was in 2002? Dang. The first and the only ancient, person that managed to travel of... around the world solo in a hot air balloon in 2002. The ancient days of pre-smartphone? <laughs> the ancient days of when we were alive? Um, does this balloon have a name? The Spirit of Freedom. I knew I've recognized. Okay. Um, dude's name was Steve Fawcett, a millionaire. It's just Steve. No, nah, Steve is Steve is boring. Steve Steve is a name, but this is a character but the that I will actually bring back, so we gotta but, have it be more interesting. But, Steve. But the protagonist's name in Around the World in 80 Days, which you know sparked this whole uh, conversation. Thing, Phileas Fogg. Phileas Fogg. Cool. Which, Phileas which Fogg. is which, I, I feel like an old friend of Zendoran being named Phileas makes sense, and that the surname Fogg for a Driftlim makes sense. It works. Uh, so Phileas Fogg, awesome. Uh, so Zendoran, we're about to get we're, we're about to get copy claimed so fast. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll we'll go with uh, maybe not Phileas Fogg then. Um, Phileas Ferb. Phileas Ferb. Yeah, because because uh, the first name's not gonna get his copyright claimed. Um, uh, it's, uh, it will be fine. Oh, we can go like old, old names. So like, uh, all right, give me a middle name for this, for the triplum. A middle name? A middle name. What vibe of name are you looking for? Uh, it's Phileas Fogg-esque. Oh, um, Cornelius. Great. So we have PC Fogg. PC Fogg. Uh, so that stands for, uh, Phileas Cornelius Fogg. Or PC Fog for short. Not to be confused with so the times when, you know, your computer, like a, an, an application on your computer kind of freezes up and Windows grays it out a little and it looks kind of foggy. Not to be confused <laughs> with that. Uh, but yes, so, um, so Sindor notices PC Fog over here. Uh, we'll just call him Fog for short, I guess. Uh, notices Fog and um, a surprise and rushes up to uh, PC. I, I've already gone behind behind my own uh, claim. Whatever. Meets PC. Uh, you presumably walking right behind, I guess. Uh, Kyle's just gonna like kind of follow at like a little bit of a distance, not trying to like, in, not trying to intrude into this clear reunion of old friends, but also very curious. Um, and Sandoran goes, "Oh, PC, it's so it's been so long since I, we've met. Uh, how are you doing?" Uh, PC slowly turns around. Oh, Zendoran! Oh, what a joy it is to meet you again. Uh, when, when was the last time? It must have been the uh, the conference a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Ah, uh, yes, it was a great conference. Uh, distinctly remember, of course, your hilarious uh, speech about... Uh, I what's the speech about? But the flight patterns of the average balloon on a day-to-day -day basis, I understand that, of course, with direct experimentation on yourself. Uh, very, very entertaining, if I must say. Uh, of course, we don't need to go into the lightning incident again. <laughs> the lightning uh, No, we don't need to go into that again. We don't. We don't. Please don't. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle is just kind of looking with a blank stare. Because on the, on the one hand, like, Kyle's like, ah, 
cool. Like these are like two like super smart people talking. On the other hand, Kyle's just like these seem like two old goons who have no idea what they're doing. What's what's happening here? Ah, uh, yes, but uh, where stupidity lies, intelligence follows. That's how I've lived my life, and I've accomplished the first part real well. So um, this is factual. <laughs> What uh, part of what you said is factual? No, I'm not gonna comment. <laughs> um, but I, I so the the Drifflum PC turns uh, over to you and it's like, oh, so uh, is this a friend of yours, Sandor? Uh, presumably introducing you to speak if you would like. Uh, yeah, yeah, Kyle's gonna be like, uh, yeah, uh, hi, uh, I'm I'm Kyle. I'm uh, Sandor and I are uh, travel tra- traveling partners. Uh. On a, on a little uh, on a little journey um Sindorin, uh quick on the fly and sort of kind of has a gist of how you work uh yes yes um so kyle here actually no a little young but uh brilliant mine is a research assistant in a way for me as we uh start to explore a little bit more of the the, the land down south uh still working on exactly what exactly we're going to be uh, talking about in this paper but uh, Kyle real great explorer and has been assisting me as uh, Kyle also goes towards the the next destination the guild nearby Kyle just like snaps like a quick like salute as as like you know part of <laughs> to, to embellish all of it um PC goes oh a guild member very young of course but Typically, the younger guild members are the ones that gain the most experience overall, if I do say so myself. Uh, so I presume you're heading to Steelford City, then? Kyle gives a nod. Ah, uh, very good, very good. Uh, Sindorin, you weren't there for this one, but there was actually a conference held in Steelford. Oh, it must have been, uh, 20, 30 years ago. A uh, very, very great, interesting topic about all the different sort of gemstones that were found in the Steelford mines. Very, very interesting. Uh, Sindorin looks interested, like, oh, gemstones. Fascinating. Um, and so it's like, jots down a couple notes real quick before turning back. Anyway, PC, what are you doing here? Um, this is definitely not near your, uh, normal stomping grounds. Ah, yes, but, uh, as you can tell, in old age, uh, I have, uh, gone into semi-retirement. As, uh, I can enjoy all the fanciful things that I missed out on while doing research for... Dozens and dozens of years. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, your research was, uh, you know, one of the, f- the few people I would regularly look forward to uh, whenever they release the latest thing in the next magazine or uh, research report or uh, conference speaking or other items like the, that. The word you were looking for said a magazine was journal. Journal. Yeah, that's it. You can tell I haven't been doing science stuff recently. <laughs> uh, the latest journal and other sorts of things like that. It's a shame. Yes, yes, but... Uh, in my in, in instead of that, I've actually, uh, or at least in preparing, to start a brand new business. Oh, a business? Uh, oh, sure. Well, uh, what exactly um, is this business supposed to be? Well, you see, uh, there's been a uh, how best to describe it. It's been a, a struggle for for many folks to uh, to travel in this in this region, as you may know. Sindoran's like looking at his legs, like, "Yep, I can agree with that." <laughs> So, uh, me and a few cousins and cousins of cousins have started, or at least are about to start, our own Driftblum service, where we, uh, basically, uh, pick up folks and send them to areas that they've already been before. It's a, it's a business, uh, they, what do the kids call it? Fast travel, as you may, uh, well have heard. Um, it's a, it's, it's getting started, we're on the ground, still in development, of course, but, uh, it's, uh, it's hoping to be very lucrative. Kyle looks, m- like... 
moderately intrigued and an appropriate level of intrigued without seeming too enthusiastic. Without seeming like, bro, for a person on a time limit, that is what I need. <laughs> With, um, without seeming like, you know, the fate of the world. <laughs> uh, Sindorin's like, uh, interesting. Um, how, how exactly would this work? Well, see, the problem is we still have to work out all the kinks, but right now we'd have Triplum stationed at other uh, different cities, usually areas that don't already have uh, some sort of fast transportation, a la boat, a la uh, train, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but then in these areas, Driftlum are stationed there and are able to pick up Pokemon and send, and, you know, bring them to other locations that uh, uh, they've already been for. Unfortunately, it's hard for Driftlum to head to areas that they've never been, and they tend to ask for the, you know, the, the, the customer's help in driving them to different locations. In exchange, however, you get fairly affordable rates and the ability to head back to any location you want in the fastest time possible. Faster than any train, any boat, and for just about the same cost. Kyle uh, being the slight smart aleck that he is is like, <laughs> even, fa e e even faster than, uh, say, uh, uh, a Corviknight? A Corviknight? <laughs> young, young child, young child. Corviknights are very good when it comes to short distances. But, of course, when it comes to going and understanding where the wind is, that is where we drift them, pride ourselves amongst others. A Gorvanite may beat us in short distances, but if you're traveling across a state, you're heading to a Drifflum service for sure. Kyle, Kyle just, like, nods, a little bit more impressed. Uh... The, the Driftlum goes, we're, we're still working out some of the more logistical things, you know, of course, establishing a business that, that does, you know, interstate uh, transactions, of course, can lead to a number of documental things that, frankly, I'm much too old to understand, but still working with other, you know, cousins of cousins of cousins of cousins. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, all of this is being developed, and hopefully our first services will come out relatively soon. Uh, any comment, I guess, from Kyle? <laughs> I, I, Kyle, is, Kyle is smiling and nodding along. Kyle, 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 like, he, he's making a mental note of this, of course, as is Zendoran. And I, I think this is something that Kyle will bring up to other recruits once it is, you know, an option. And of course, I cannot, of course, just let this go by without giving you a thing to do. Actually, uh, you, you mentioned previously you were heading to Steelfort City, were you not? Uh, yeah, yeah, um, we're heading there. Why, did you need any, uh, assistance? Well, actually, uh, I have a, uh, a fellow Driftblum over there that is uh, running some of the, pe the, the Petrum-related LLC sort of stuff, um, and I need to deliver this to them. Now, unfortunately, I myself am required to go to Juniper Town in a little bit, and so unfortunately cannot uh, make it in the time frame that we want to get this going, otherwise there'll be some delays. W would you mind for an old friend? Oh, no, 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 no problem at all, no problem at all. What do, uh, do you mind if I know what the package is? Oh, it's nothing really uh, complicated. It's actually our latest pattern for uh, a, a, a basket, as you will, that can carry multiple Pokemon and bring them there. Obviously, our Striflum are not exactly keen of using our hands or, you know, our flippers or waves. Well, these anyway. Ribbons. Hands, ribbons, as they were. Um... But a basket that we actually are able to uh, attach to ourselves and carry these Pokemon and the patent. The interesting thing about this is that the patent for this basket is possibly the lightest basket that has ever been created. I must say, one of my rare uh, accomplishments that I myself will pride myself on. Wow, fascinating. A basket that's almost weightless. 
Pierce and us Driflum, uh, with the wind's help, of course, can carry things a far distance and can carry many things along with us. So if we can get a basket that doesn't take, you know, add on to the weight, this improves our chances of getting to locations maybe even faster than I myself have predicted. Kyle, Kyle's eyes start, like, twinkling a little bit at the possibilities. Uh, yeah, absolutely, no problem. We're heading, of course, we're heading to Steelford City, so uh, we'll be happy to deliver this uh, for you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, of course, I wouldn't, I would have done this myself. It was going to be a longer trip, but then, now that I've met you, I can, I can rest assured that this will go into safe hands properly and relatively quickly. Uh, Steelford City, uh, depending on how fast you travel, could be maybe three or four days uh, northwest, as you might be able to see in the distance there. Uh, and, you know, once you reach there, you'll be able to find the drift limits. The they're the only drift limit town. Uh, they're actually setting up their personal uh, location there in Steelford City. Uh, so, uh, thank you very much again, Sandora, for your help. Kyle, very nice to meet you, uh, young fellow, and uh, good luck in all of your adventures. Kyle snaps a salute. Very well, now I am off to Juniper Town. Unfortunately, it seems the winds are against me today, so it may be a slightly longer travel than I hoped. But, uh, we... until next time, take care. And the Drifflum kind of just, in a Drifflum sort of way, just rather than going down the elevator, just hops off, like, the wall and starts, like, floating in the direction of Juniper it Town. Just starts floating away. Yep. Um, Cinderin's like, ah, that was, it was nice to meet. Uh... It just turns to you like it was nice to meet a, an old friend and turns out a, an opportunity to travel even quicker. Air travel. An idea meant only for the birds and it seems like it's open to us soon. Kyle is just like smiling and like almost like rubbing his hands together. Just like, bro, look at the I possibilities. <laughs> you mean to tell me a thing that I've already been doing in less than a year? I can finish even quicker? Man, I'll be back in school before you know it. It's like this is just, this just, this has gone from, you know, a year-long adventure and the start of a career to just summer vacation. <laughs> just a summer internship, basically. Is it? Yeah, just summer internship with the recruits of the lost, nothing yeah. big, save the world, blah, 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 on to sixth grade. Standard things. What do you guys do? <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you want to look out anymore, if you have any questions regarding the area around you, I can ex uh, answer if necessary, or you can head on down and start traveling again. I don't think there are any questions. I think it's just... So, Steelford City was, what, two or three days travel, according to our, our boy PC. Right? Yep, uh, if you want to be exact, um, as I delete the, the 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 ruler that I've got here rather than actually using it. Um, of course. It's uh, about, let's see, if we go start here, if you straight line it, it's 38 miles. If you okay. want to be exact, it's... Well, because we were thinking of stopping by, what was the city called? Uh, Lily Garden. Lily Garden, that's what it was, yeah. So if yeah. we were to stop in Lily Garden, there's like a it's quick a little 40 total. 40 total. That's if you're following five, the route exactly. That's five days travel at the pace Zendoran can move? Yes, because I believe Zendoran is a base speed eight. Okay. We could, that that seems like a play. Seems, seems like we have our marching orders. Might be worth seeing if there is any merchant in town selling any fruit particularly of the red and belly filling variety <laughs> in hawkeye in hawkeye yeah all right as as, uh, as we head out of town sure uh would you like to roll for store is what i've listed down here uh this you're rolling a, a d6 uh it's been a minute since i've done this does four have fruit let's find out uh we roll for four was it a fruitful roll hey funnily enough it does have apples 
Hey, we love to see it. Um, just a reminder. Could you remind me what rank you are? Uh, I believe still beginner rank. I don't think we've hit normal rank. Still unranked, I think. Or unranked, yeah. Because what? How many guild points do we have? I have. I think you're close to the next one, but not. Yeah. Two sixty-five. I see we have. Yeah, I think that's close, but not quite it yet. Yeah. Um, All right. Because funnily, be you guys haven't been in a guild. I think in like a year <laughs> of like real lifetime. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it like all of Arc Four, back half of Arc Three, really. Like the last time we set foot in an in a guild building was like the halfway mark of Arc Three. Oh, this is gonna be interesting. All right. So uh, the items in the store. Uh, you head over to like the not a pawn shop per se, but like it's like the what do I think of the in like when you think of like cowboy towns, like the general store, I guess. Okay. Yeah. 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 You head into like that store, which is like the one place you would go shopping in this area. Um, and what do they have available? They have the following. Feel free to uh, figure out what uh, this is. Um, so they have stun seeds. Okay. They have regular apples. Nice. They have grimy food. They grimy have. Uh, food? If you want an explanation, I can give it to you. Uh, but uh, they have raspberries. They have power bands, special bands, sticks, and a treasure box. Sticks. They just straight up have sticks. They got sticks. Okay. Uh, out of curiosity. How much mm -hmm. is the treasure box? The treasure box is currently priced at 2,530 poke. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, and we established how much do apples cost? Do they cost like... Uh, it, well, everything is arranged depending on where you are and what day it is, right? Right. Um, today, how, how much do apples go for at Hawkeye? Uh, today, apples are going for 170. 170 each? 170 each. Now, grimy food exists. Yeah, grimy food seems like an interesting play, but also... Uh, so, grimy food is... So, an apple increases a belly by D4. Grimy mm -hmm. food increases your belly by 3, straight up. Guaranteed. No, guaranteed 3. Uh, however, after eating the grimy food, you roll a D8 for a status condition. If you get the way that I have described this, and this is the best way I can think of it, if you roll a one, you're poisoned. If you roll a two, you're uh, paralyzed. If you roll a three, you're burned, and any other number, nothing happens. That three and eight at being status after status. eating I, food. Yes, uh, paralysis is probably the one that's like the least problematic because you kind of just sit in the spot for a while. Um, Poison, Poison and burn, and burn are, are actually problematic. Yeah. So there's guaranteed three, and in exchange, there's like a 25% chance of you uh, having a status condition that matters. It's as close to 50 as 25, my friend. It's actually exactly 37.5% chance. Oh, well, yeah, if, if paralysis matters. I don't, I, it depends on where you're eating this, that paralysis would matter or not. That, that's true, um, that's true. So, uh, and then, uh, but on the bright side, there are raspberries here that if you eat those, you can heal burns. That Yeah, that's true. Um, I think Kyle is going to go up to the uh to the merchant and just be like um hey hey um i i noticed it's a small town do you uh you get a lot of uh, a lot of business here um do we just have the kangaskhan yeah you know <laughs> we just have the standard kangaskhan yeah yeah even at even in this small town <laughs> it's still a kangaskhan yeah you know uh, we got that sort of uh, yeah, small town the business. Unfortunately, our prices have to be like this. Uh, it's a shame, but uh, them be the the ploys of small townisms. Um, I think uh, Kyle is uh, gonna gonna ponder this for a second and uh, ask. Um, so uh, 
uh, I, I'd imagine that, you know, uh, there's uh, not a lot of money flowing through and not a lot of, uh, not, you don't have many, uh, many valuables you could uh, sell, do you? No, not really. I mean, we got, you know, a couple of bands that are coming around. We got treasure boxes and other items like that. Sometimes the treasure boxes are steel and other times they aren't. So it's, you know, kind of a, kind of a thing, you know, how it is. Kyle just goes, well, um, can I, can I maybe, uh, are, are you maybe in the market for, uh, for some sort of, uh, some sort of high value item and pulls out a chunk of solid gold from his backpack. <laughs> You're going to use it now. Okay. Um, well, I'm, I'm just testing the waters. I'm just testing the waters. Just looking at what the market is. Okay. I need to remember um, how much one gold bar is worth. Okay. Kyle is just a millionaire. Yeah. Does it specify? Let's see. How much poke is one gold bar? Mystery. Dungeon. See, the problem is when I type this up, actual facts are showing up. Like how much <laughs> like, a real oh, yeah, gold Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what the uh, what the uh, price of gold is right now. Yeah, all that. Ooh, okay. Okay, so this is. Uh huh. Just want to make sure about this. Okay. I'm going to have you haggle with this Kangaskhan. Uh, as as one is wont to, of course. Right. Now, Here's what I will say. I might hear the initial offer and just walk away from the table. Very true. That is a possibility. Um, here is, I will give you this factoid, maybe. Actually, no, give me, um, give me a, uh, history check. Don't play games with me. I rolled a 17. Don't play games with me. Tell me, Great. tell me what the conversion rate is. Okay. So a gold bar in this universe, standard rate. So everything has a standard price. Of course. Uh, like, I think it's while I would recommend you not checking it out. I mean, you could. Uh, like everything has a standard price that it has. So, for example, yeah. an apple normally costs like, like in the games the standard price it's a hundred. Yeah. In fact, that's one seventy means this is a bad deal. Yep. Uh, on the other hand, uh, stun seeds, for example, I'll tell you this: uh, stun seeds typically go for a hundred. In this shop, they go for thirty. That's a steal. Oh, uh, okay, interesting. Uh, and then there's a selling price as well, and of course, if you sell it or something, it's a fraction of the cost that you buy it for, etc. So it's standard economics here. Yeah, um, yeah. A gold price, a gold bar standard price, is five hundred and fifty-five. Okay. That's it. That is that is it. Yeah. Uh, unfortunate gold bars actually somewhat common in this universe. Whack. Um, however, there is obviously the ability here to haggle. So you are going to roll your haggle die, I guess. Uh, whatever the equivalent with that of that would be uh, as my let's see what would that be that would be persuasion i guess right yeah what is persuasion is it that maybe? is a cute role oh it's cute all right all right say less. uh that's your cute versus my kangaskhan's what would be the best thing to go against a persuasion uh um, insight probably it's either, insight. It's either yeah. insight or persuasion i think it, if you're I think looking to haggle Let's, yeah, let's go counteracting persuasion rules. Uh, so you roll acute, I roll acute. I'm going off of Kangaskhan's standard uh, routine. Kangaskhan has a plus two to cute. No, I only have a plus one, but I I, I, I feel pretty good. I've All got right. a 16. Let's find out. 16 total? Yes. Okay. Uh, how do I do this? <laughs> Did we tie? Uh, well, so Kangaskhan's like, oh, very interesting, very interesting. Unfortunately... Kangaskhan pulls out a couple of other gold bars. Oh, no. I'm afraid we've got a few of those. I'll offer you 500 even for it. Uh, Kyle, Kyle, uh, is 
Kyle's gonna try and push for something here, and Kyle's gonna basically say, uh, "Um, if if I can, uh, if I told you this came from the past directly, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I think Kyle's gonna ask. Okay, uh, would you maybe be? I, I'd be willing to maybe do five hundred if you also let me go two for one on the apples. Buy one, get one free on the apples." Um, let's say if your persuasion rolled to that. Yeah. So funnily enough, I rolled a fifteen, but my plus two put it at seventeen last time. Mm, so you um, are gonna you are gonna win any haggling here. Yeah, and one seventy for two. Alright, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna roll again. Depending on this roll, I might accept your offer. Hmm. Can offer three for one, and I'll toss in a stunsy. So wait, 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 wait. Yeah, we're doing the math here. <laughs> so three apples for the price of one. No, no, no. Uh, like, you buy... Buy three, get the fourth free. On what the about, apples. What am I buy two, get the third one free. Whatever that is. Buy two. Means. Buy... Okay. Three for the price of two on apples. Yes, that's what I'm... Yeah, three for two. And then three for the price of two, throws in a stun seed, and 500 cash for this gold bar. Yes. Uh, I don't know the, if that's a better deal or a worse deal. I think that's a better deal on Kangaskhan's side. The, the the cost of apples is uh, 170 170 170 times two is 340 so for this gold bar I am getting three apples a stun seed and a net 160 gold mm. hmm hmm I don't know I don't know uh so Doran's in the back watching this like a tennis match <laughs> Uh, Kyle's just gonna, like, look back and, and, and just look at Zendorin as just, like, for any input at all. Uh, Zendorin goes, uh, go, Kyle, I'm not an economist. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle just has to kind of just roll his eyes. Okay, so I'm getting three apples. You get three apples a stun and a stunsie, which is valued at this shop at total 370. Yeah, it's 370, like, value, but, like, so... But with oh, actual worth, it would be four hundred dollars worth of. Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah. sun are steel. But but Kyle in, in this case is getting the three. Kyle in this case is getting three apples, stun seed, and one hundred sixty gold out of this gold bar. I feel, man. Uh, Kyle Kyle is is gonna just kind of press and ask. Uh, um, would would you be able to uh, just maybe throw in another apple? I don't need the stun seed if you want to throw in another apple. Uh, roll persuasion against my persuasion. L, L, hold L that, hold that, that twenty, baby. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, yeah. What you got? What you got? Hmm, hmm, hmm. If you roll, if you roll a nat one, this this cake is gone crumble. If you roll a nat one against my nat twenty, this 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 cake is gone crumbles. Gives me all the apples I want. Gives me the treasure chest and lets me keep the gold bar. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that's not it. I rolled a seventeen total exactly again. Um, wow. That does that does mean you win. So uh, your offer was what? It was three. So it total. So total, you receive what? Three apples. Four four apples for the price of two. All right, so four apples. Uh, or I guess the total like payment for the gold bar would have been four apples, uh, four apples and 160 poke. Okay, so you get four apples, 160 poke. I'm going to toss in the stun seed for free because you're, you're not 20. Bet. Uh, if you can fit it. 
Can you fit it in your bag? Yeah, well, I, it replaces the gold bar. Ah, very good. Do you have space in your bag for one more thing? Do I have space in my bag for one more thing? No, but I'm willing to make space if I, if I need. Uh, Kangaskhan likes the likes your likes your stuff. So it gives you not a treasure box, but like a small chest, like a oh. little. It's like the size of my hand, maybe. Um, not that you would yeah, size of a hand, I guess. And it hands you this chest. It's like, I like the cut of your jib. Take that. If you're able to open it, it's yours. If you can't, keep the box. Maybe sell it to somebody else down the road. But I, I get the feeling that you'll be able to open somehow. Uh, hmm. Uh, Kyle, like, opens, like, takes the box, opens his bag, and, and sees that he doesn't have space for this. And, uh, for, and <laughs> I could do something very helpful to you. You, you say th you say that and not expect me to just pause what I'm thinking and you know let you speak. Well, I will offer this. Sindorin does not have a held item currently. It's true, but I don't have any item that's worth having Sindorin hold. So. Well, you could just give Sindorin the chest. But I, I mean, you can. I mean, Sindorin's always like there for you, right? If you I mean, if you if you figure out how to open the chest, he's gonna give you the chest, right? That's true. Well, you say Sindorin's always there for me. He's there for you at least for presumably the next couple of episodes. Well, presumably, but I mean, there are, there are other forces at work that might, you know, subvert Alternatively, that. take the worst item you've got, give it to Sindorin, and then... Well, I, w I was just gonna... Uh, I, 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 w I was just gonna sell off one of my items to the shop. <laughs> that works too. Uh, I was just gonna sell the, uh, the violent seed back to the shop. <laughs> Oh, you don't want the violent seed? Uh, I, I think that's probably the item I want to sell the most here. Um, I'm just gonna, uh, but before I reset, because I, I don't have the violent seed up currently, uh, you're not buying anything else, correct? No, I'm not buying anything else. Let All me right. add my 160 before I forget. So 899 plus 160 would be 999 plus 60. That would be 1059. Yep. Or 1049. It's 60, right? So 59. 10, 10, 59. All right. So that's the 160 Poké. I took the Sun Seed. And I, I want to sell back the uh, the Violent Seed that I have. Okie doke. Uh, let me figure out how much the Violent Seed goes for. If it exists here. Uh, actually, Violent Seed will probably show up here. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Uh, the Violent Seed, a gold rank item, is currently being sold for 10 Poké. Ah, uh, yeah. Why not? Why not? All right. 10 Poké to you and now i put the little uh, small treasure box yeah there's no real name for it this is just kind of me stalling for time yeah uh, yeah but I, just... I do have an item in mind potentially that you could take whether you can open it or not is the real riddle uh -huh, there's another riddle what it is i will get back to you on that but of course, of course there's yeah. a riddle on there uh, kangas khan just like nods you gives you like a, a tap of the head uh, or like a tip of the cap. That's what I meant to say. Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to say, this Kangaskhan just, this Kangaskhan just slaps Kyle's, you. <laughs> pats Kyle's head patronizingly like a child. Like, ah, yeah, good good stuff. As as if Kyle's not the one that just out-haggled the Kangaskhan. I mean, you say that. Kangaskhan might have like a deal in the backwater. Like, listen, man, I got you five gold bars, 6,000 poke, A and A. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so congratulations. You have potentially haggled somebody. Uh, with yay. yay um and you're on the road to lily garden if i'm not mistaken uh yeah i think with all of this it's about high time that we hit the road great uh with, i'm going to with with full inventories full bellies and a sense of direction 
Coolio. Um, it's about, uh, we'll say, 11 right now. So... Uh, um, it's actually 2.13. Is, uh -huh. is actually what time it is. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, so, with 11, we usually go 14 hours, something like that. So, uh, let's just round to, say... Because it'll take you two and a half days to get there, basically. So... We'll say this is the half day, and then the other two days are two days. Sounds um, good. We, so guys, we arrive a few days later at the end of the day in the evening. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have you roll two d20s. Two d20? Uh-oh. Uh, 11 and 4. I wasn't rolling anything in particular. I was just rolling luck, right? Yeah, you're just uh, roll... Yeah, just two d20s straight up. Okay, yeah, 11 and 4. All right, so it's going to be Wednesday morning, actually, based on this. Um, I would make it the 27th. Uh, and on the 27th morning, you have reached Lily Garden, and that is where we will end this episode. Next time, you get to experience the garden, which I feel like is going to be a very good episode for Kyle. There's a garden in Lily. Let's go. Uh, We'd love to see it. That is the end of this episode. Fairly calm episode, honestly. I was going <laughs> to say, this is fairly, fairly uneventful episode. I mean, Y'all so <laughs> thought the shopping episodes were gone. This is a shopping and exposition episode yeah this episode introduced a bunch of things that are only going to be beneficial to kyle yep and it's cool tower cool tower kyle's got good eyesight i guess uh there's a garden in the vicinity we're pretty close to our destination i out haggled a shopkeeper and there's potentially fast travel in the future yeah there is nothing bad that's happened in this episode so you hey, know what that means there's there's no plot progression but hey life is good which which, which means it's all gonna go downhill next episode uh, but to find out, of course, you'll have to be here next time. Haha, -ha, that's a transition right there. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening and enjoying the episode, hopefully. I, I would hope so. Uh, for all of us here at Not A Scratch Studios, I've been your PM, DM, GM, Anaru himself. And I've been Muhammad playing Kyle. And until next time, find a shopkeeper and haggle with them, of course, if it's actually possible. Because, you know, I don't think you can haggle at major supermarkets. Or can you?